Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. In the latest edition of I'm angry on the internet for no reason, uh, you may have clocked the asinine reactions to an announcement from Pink Floyd, uh, heavy on the ass. So March 1st is going to mark 50 years since the release of Dark Side of the Moon. We were very excited to talk about that last week, and of course a new anniversary box set is coming out to mark the occasion. See, uh, a small subset of brain trust people are upset that Pink Floyd has gone Woke, prominently featuring a rainbow pattern on the album artwork. (gasps) Failing to realize that the rainbow has been there since 1973, kind of a function of a prism, uh, and that Pink Floyd has been progressive for even longer than that, and I'm not even just talking about the prog rock genre, and that woke doesn't really mean what you've been told it does, so, you know. I can't wait to actually listen to the album. I'm sure it's going to sound great and crisp. I don't know, quadraphonic times a million sound. It's going to be fantastic. Rainbow and all. Let's get into it with the music news headlines for this morning. To get us started, there's been a, a cover of an entire Radiohead album put out on the internet, the In Rainbows album, although all of the sounds for the entire album rendition have been taken from the samples of Super Mario 64. Actually, if we're really being nitpicky, one of the album tracks is actually using a, a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time sound font, but the rest of it... Straight out of Mario 64, here's a little taste of what the song Reckoner sounds like. I don't know if I can handle it for the entire album, but it's curious nonetheless. Microsoft and Sting associated in a not good look, although Sting was just the hired entertainment for it. Uh, it was because he was hired to perform for top executives at Microsoft. Only about 50 people in the room on Tuesday, January the 17th in Switzerland at the World Economic Forum, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the problem is, is that this was just before announcing plans to lay off 10,000 people the very same day. Oh, good, they got their Sting concert in first. So glad all those employees were able to watch it. (laughs) Buzz Aldrin has been walking for a great many years in his life, and he's gotten married once again for the fourth time at the age of 93. We're talking about one of only four people to walk on the moon, this very second one on the very first mission that actually made it there. Manned mission, I should say. Um, And yeah, he's uh, still kicking around and still wants to get married. Uh, She is 63 to his 93, which, you know what, might at first glance seem like a whopping age gap. I mean, it is 30 years after all, but it does pass the half plus seven rule. Take the older person's age, cut it in half, add seven, that's basically your range, right? A good rule of thumb, at least. Of course, with any time an old dude gets married, uh, people are assuming that maybe he's only in it for her relative youth. You see, this woman, uh, Dr. Anka Fauer, a chemical engineer who also happens to be executive vice president of Buzz Aldrin Ventures. But, you know, 
Maybe she just wants him for his rocket. You don't know. You don't know. Tuesday. We were asking earlier for a fill-in-the-blank, and especially from the ladies. We are, count them, count them, three weeks away from Valentine's Day right now. So it's time to get your plans together, right? Trying to start figuring some stuff out. And to help out with anybody who happens to be buying a little something-something for Valentine's Day to show their affections. The fill-in-the-blank is women don't want chocolates for Valentine's Day. They want blank, right? Ladies, we're listening. We are listening. And I've got some interesting responses coming in. I am a big fan of the people that uh, have gotten in touch already. I mean, first of all, you just got a Steve in the comments just scratching his head. <laughs> like, what is what is the part that is confusing you here? The getting of a gift for Valentine's Day? Because maybe you should. Maybe you should. But you don't need to go too crazy. Sarah, though, she says, tattoos. Bradford says, compassion and understanding. Yeah, only on Valentine's Day, right? Forget the rest of the year. Um, Kay says, coffee. Kathleen says, a fluffy cow. They do have fluffy cows. They're a little expensive, hard to keep, but they do have them. Tarina says, trips out of the country versus gifts. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, physical gifts and experiences, they're not quite the same thing, but out of country is the part that makes me laugh. No, 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 can't go anywhere in our great nation. Has to be getting out of here. I can understand it, especially during the winter. And Ryan just says, equal pay. I mean, love and respect. Again, yeah, 365, right? The Doors have just made a monumental sale. Uh, their exhaustive entire catalog of rights and branding has been purchased. Though it still is going to be overseen by a manager that they've worked with for a long time, Jeff Jampol. Twisted Sister, well at least Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister fame, was recently getting into the news because he said that Robert Plant was not a great frontman. Amazing singer, not great frontman. Now he's had to clarify what his comments meant, saying people get very upset sometimes when me or a lot of celebrities express our feelings as if they're not allowed to have them. He was talking about who weren't great front men, talking about uh, Led Zeppelin. Of course, Black Sabbath came into the conversation, but now he's had to put it into finer words, you know, talking about how they really were talented individuals, but the reasons why he personally, as an individual, doesn't think they were great front men can still stand. That's fine. It's okay. And Bono in the news talking about how U2 actually splits up all the time. He says that he's amazed that they're still going as a band. They formed back in 1976 and never officially announced that they were broken up or taking a hiatus during their entire tenure. However, he was on the Smart Less podcast and talking uh, about, of the other members, The Edge, Clayton, Larry Mullen Jr. They do often fight they disagree, it happens, but then, you know, they get back together, and that's the most important part. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Joining me on the line right here to talk about Winterfest coming up. It's coming up so soon, actually, this weekend. It takes over. Anzac, uh, tons of stuff to do. Mo LaDuce is on the phone with me, and uh, well, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's nice to uh, be back in the hometown and help host such a great event. Anzac being such a small, tight-knit community, I always look forward to uh, jumping in and helping out and making sure everything goes off without a hitch. It's going to be a great time once again. Uh, this is certainly not the first time that Winterfest has come on by. And uh, so if people aren't familiar, what is the festival all about? Tell us a little bit more. 
for for many years there uh, there wasn't races that happened out there, and I was approached back in 2017 and asked to uh, help bring the dog races back. So 2018 we started again, and it's just nice to keep the heritage uh, within this area. I mean, uh, sled dog racing it's it's got such strong roots to the, to this area with uh, our, our culture and whatnot. You know, we put on everything from a two dog class, which you'll see uh, young kids racing out there, a uh, four dog class a six-dog class, uh, a 10-dog class, and we even added Skajoring this year. The four-dog and the Skajoring class is new classes this year. Uh, the Skajoring is basically a cross between cross-country skiing and sled dog racing, so that's going to be an interesting one to watch. And um, fun to say, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I have, uh, I have such strong memories of, of the dog sled races when I was growing up, you know, in the community and everything, and even beyond that, looking through, you know, Dad's old photo albums of, of the races that were on before I was even born, it goes way back in our neck of the woods. Without the major history lesson, what could people look forward to to watch the dog sled racing this weekend? Well, actually, the good part is our event, uh, we host three sled dog rides, which start at 11 a.m. sharp each day. They'll run till 3 p.m. Um, there's learning to ice fish. There's a sliding hill for kids. There's a crib tournament Sunday. Um, even Saturday night, there's, I believe there's a comedy and karaoke night out in Anzac. So for those looking for something to do, I mean, if they're interested in traveling out to Anzac, there's those types of events. We'll stick with me on the line, Mo, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on at Winterfest and get dive into these sled dog races and what you can see if you attend this weekend coming up. Continuing to talk to Mo Leducer about Winterfest happening this weekend in Anzac. What can you uh, give for recommendation for people wanting to come and check it out? I can recommend bringing out a snowmobile or a UTV. Um, they're more than welcome to come out onto the lake and travel along and watch the race, but please stay off the trail. As it's, uh, you know, that trail, we, we put a lot of time and effort into making sure it's groomed and safe and uh Wheeled vehicles and snowmobiles make it a little dangerous for sled dogs. Um, the other thing, too, in years past, we spent the week putting in a good trail. And then, I mean, I mean, it looks like a very nice trail to travel along for those that are going out ice fishing. And we've, we've come out Saturday morning and there's been damage by trucks or side-by-sides or... You know, uh, it, those after the weekend are more than welcome to use it going ice fishing, but please stay off it through this week and through the weekend. Right, yeah, a lot of time, a lot of people putting effort into it. And, you know, above all, let's take care of those those sled dogs. Let's take care of their poor paws. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, and letting us know about not just the events going on, but, you know, watch, what to watch out for, Mo. It's going to be a great weekend. You betcha. And like I said, it's, uh, well, the event is a, it's a mass start race. So you're going to see anywhere from, I don't know, a hundred to 160 dogs taking off at once in the 10 dog class into a funnel. So in each and every class is like that. Everybody takes off at once and heads into the funnel. Now, those who have machines that are able to, uh, travel along the side of the race and watch, that's really where you're going to catch all the action out there and see these, these athletes perform. And, and by athletes, I mean the dogs, not just those standing on the skis. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> they're the real stars of it all, man. Hey, have a great one, and uh, we're going to see you this weekend when things really get underway, okay? Sounds good. Look forward to seeing you guys. Wednesday. Eggs on the brain right now for, for so many people as far as what is the latest thing that is just getting too expensive and also doesn't seem to be available quite so much. I haven't encountered the egg section of the, the, the coolers, you know, empty or anything like that. Some people have found it, but there is definitely a ramp up in egg smuggling. That's going on. I don't. This just tickles me for some reason. Egg smugglers are stepping up operations thanks to the runaway cost of a carton of white ovular gold. 
And it's a U.S.-Mexico border that's really seeing this happen a lot. Uh, for instance, like $8 for a carton north of the border. But down Mexico way, uh, $3 for a carton of eggs. So people are seeing that $5 difference and going, we can make some bank. We can make some money off of this, you know? Off of eggs. Smuggled eggs. I don't know. This is, don't smuggle them the way that some other things get smuggled, though. I mean, I've read things about how mules operate and you, uh, eggs are breakable. That's all I'm saying. Eggs are breakable. But the, a carton of eggs is expensive right now. I know what I'm getting my girlfriend for Valentine's Day. Metallica. Of course, we know about their 72 seasons. Uh, a new album going to be representing their entire catalog, entire career over the last several decades. Well, you're going to get a chance to hear the new album entirely along with the accompanying music videos in theaters. Now, here's the thing. It's a one-off thing happening the day before the actual release of the album, which is April 14th, so look for it April 13th. However, no guarantee that it's going to be coming to our theater. The tickets for this global premiere in theaters goes on sale March 2nd. So, we'll just have to wait and see a little bit uh, if it comes close to home. Or if we have to wait the extra day to get it like everybody else. Now, one thing we're not going to be seeing in theaters, apparently, is the Madonna biopic. It was going to be directed by Madonna and starring Julia Garner. Apparently, it has now been scrapped. This was something that was announced two, three years ago in 2020, and uh, with a whole bunch of names attached to it. Not sure exactly what has happened to make it canceled, but it is official. Meanwhile, speaking of no, lo no more, no longer, Panic at the Disco has disbanded. Brendan Urie has said that after 19 years together, sometimes a journey must end for a new one to begin. I don't know if there was not enough Panic or not enough Disco, but something wasn't working. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Drivers wanted for the Planters Nutmobile. Oh, come on, there's got you got you couldn't have called it the Peanut Mobile. I mean, imagine. The Oscar Myers Wienermobile, right? Uh, and it looks like a peanut. That's the idea here. Basically the exact same thing. The idea is to drive around the highways of North America, attending events, booking hotel rooms, living a life on the road in a giant peanut. Interesting. Yeah, this is a job that's available. The 26-foot-long peanut on wheels is available. Drivers need it. They're looking for three, in fact. So, I mean, if you've ever been looking for a change of career, I just... There is a deal, like a little clause that you have to make sure that you uh, watch out for if you do end up in this position. It's that they, they have a deal. You have to park it behind the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile at all times, uh, just so that the weenie looks bigger, you know? Hey, hey, come on. Don't come at me. They called it the Nutmobile, not me. Ah. Thursday. School bag in session course, you know, getting into the swing of things for a new semester, the rest of the school year and all that. Um, they don't do it quite this way anymore. It's... Much, much cooler technology now, but we did have the bare bones technology uh, that was always a favorite for all of the kids. I'm talking about that TV and VCR cart. The cart with the wheels, the casters that one of them would always squeak, kind of like the shopping cart. Uh, and, uh, you know, when that thing got wheeled into the classroom doors or was already set up when all of the students started filtering in, you knew. You knew it was going to be a good day. Uh, I don't know uh, exactly what grade it was. I think it was even a couple of grades in a row. And exactly who the teacher was. I don't remember exactly. But I have this very distinct memory of one teacher in particular having us watch Captain Ron like six times. I think it was just the VHS that he kept at the school. You know what I mean? Just to have that handy, ready to go. Other than that, there was a lot of actual educational stuff. And a whole ton, a whole ton 
of Bill Nye the Science Guy, absolutely, which is the exact example in the memes that you see about these things. Yeah, kids today, they don't understand because everything's got a screen on it now. Everything. Everything. I was asking yesterday, the big question uh, was the best field trip that you can remember going on. What was the best one ever? And, you know, some people say, no, I didn't hit too many. Uh, you know, I didn't either. But there were some really, really, really great ones. And it was great to see some of the people filling in some gaps in my memory. Because, you know, growing up here, I think there's, you know, been a routine of some of the field trips, especially during my generation. And uh, one of those trips was out, I was saying, to Rocky Mountain House. Uh, or, you know, close to... And uh, there's several people telling me that, yeah, the place we actually went was Pioneer Camp Ranch. Light bulb went off. Explosion in my brain. Now I totally remember it. I remembered the details about going there. I just didn't remember the name of it. I mean, we went like whitewater rafting. We did all kinds of stuff. The kids were playing educational games. Like, basically, there was there was Team Tag, but it was Predator and Prey, which sounds, you know, like off the top, uh, off, off the cuff, like a creepy game to play. But no, it was like educational, so each side of the each team was either the predator animals or the prey animals and then halfway through the game you switch right so then suddenly the prey has become hunted um and all kinds of fun stuff happened there but also some semi-dangerous stuff too i don't even know how it happened but there was another steve in my class in my grade who managed to get smacked in the head with some plywood that was like uh, you know it was part of the bed structure that somehow came loose i'm sure not through any foul play whatsoever, uh, but yeah, I truly don't know the story. I do know the end result, though. He got smacked near the eyeball and had to wear an eye patch for, like, weeks because of it, and everybody kept joking about Steve's wood out of camp. Not mine. Don't worry, not mine. There's no stories about this Steve's wood out of camp. At least none that we're telling on the radio this morning. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. A birthday party that's going to be celebrated very soon, specifically in April at the Hollywood Bowl, the birthday that celebrates 90 years of Willie Nelson rockin'. Yeah, and uh, he's going to have a bunch of people performing alongside him. Star-studded is what they're calling it. Uh, long story short is the title of the celebration, which I think is really cool. It's two nights, actually, this April. And uh, with these gigs, including Neil Young, there's going to be Beck there, as well as confirmed and to be expected, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> of course, they're friends, they're buddies. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, The Chicks, Leon Bridges, Casey Musgrave, Cheryl Crow, Tom Jones, and Orville Peck, as well as Willie Nelson's son Lucas, are also going to be performing. This is very, very cool. Unfortunately, uh, I can only see the ability to buy tickets. Not to watch a live stream, but I hope that that does change in the near future. And we've got new Motorhead, as we already knew. A giant reissue of Bad Magic that's actually called Bad Magic, colon, Seriously Bad Magic, is going to be coming out. February 24th is the date, and we actually heard an unreleased song that was put out on, uh, called Bullet in Your Brain previously. Now a new one called Greedy Bastards, starting off with a spoken word uh, anti-politician sentiment from Lemmy Kilmeister himself from Beyond the Grave. But here's a taste of what the sound a song sounds like. And it goes on and on. But one last story for you. Paul McCartney has announced, he's got a lot going on, a photo book 
called 1964 Eyes of the Storm, and it promises to be a, a showcase of Beatlemania and the chaos that came along with it, as well as all kinds of never-before-seen portraits of the bandmates, the Beatles themselves. And what's really cool about it, 275 photos inside, every single one of them taken by Paul McCartney himself. A masterful play from A&W on the internet. And you know what? It had me for a split second, because my very first thought when I encountered this was, is this the American A&W or the Canadian one? Because there is a difference, kind of a weird franchise history, but no. What's going on is that the great root beer, a uh, root bear, <laughs> is not going to be wearing pants. Uh, this is what they promised. They said, don't worry, he's polarizing. We understand the six-foot-tall bear makes people uncomfortable, so he will be putting jeans on from henceforth. People lost their minds, like actually lost their minds. Fox News even ran it as a real story, but it's actually a joke. It's a big troll. If you don't know, uh, this is actually in response to the even weirder Eminem situation. So they essentially just laid off the animated Eminem mascot characters and have hired Maya Rudolph as the Eminem spokesperson, all because Tucker Carlson thought the green Eminem was sexually attractive somehow. You know, and not kink shaming, just not understanding whatsoever. So enjoy the continued comfort, Rudy. Enjoy. No pants is best pants. Friday. This week in Why Science Why, there's now a liquid metal robot that can melt down and then reform on command. And you know exactly what that sounds like. Terminator 2 came out many, many years ago now. So this other guy, he's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. A T-1000. Advanced prototype. Liquid metal exoskeleton. Don't worry, not actually the size of a motorcycle cop. It's actually more like the size of a Lego minifigure. So, I mean, that's a little bit less scary. Uh, but this is just the beginning. Why, why does this actually exist? Well, they're hoping it can be used in uh, you know certain applications, like medical applications. One of the tests that they used was to get a foreign object out of a simulated stomach. And it was able to start as like a formed shape, melt right down, almost eat the foreign object, and then wiggle its way back out of the stomach again. Uh, it kind of makes me queasy to watch, but, you know, there could be some useful stuff in there, unless it gets used for evil. I have a feeling that this technology will be back. ba ba bum ba bum Elton John, we've talked about him so much, of course, he's still wrapping up his uh, farewell the Yellow Brick Road tour. But uh, he's in New Zealand and was supposed to be playing Auckland, the largest city in the uh, the, the island nation, and uh, had to cancel literally minutes before stage time. So, I mean, people were there. It wasn't like, hey, don't bother getting on the train today because uh, we'll give you a refund. No, it was like we're waiting in the actual audience on the floor in the stadium. Had to get canceled. The reason why, though, is legitimate. There was huge flooding. That was hitting the city. In fact, there was an estimated amount that was pretty much a summer's worth of rainfall in one night. Of course, they're on the opposite hemisphere and are experiencing the warmer side of the year right now. But obviously, that comes with some of its uh, sinkholes, some pitfalls as well. Mick Jagger is launching his own line of harmonicas. Yes, he wants this to be in the hands of young players who will turn out to be the legend's of the future. Limited edition line of harmonicas with Mick Jagger slapped right on the side of them. These aren't going to be uh, too readily available, however. I mean, I hope that they do actually end up in the hands of young people. The price point isn't that bad. About $60 American pre-orders are on right now. They're shipping on February 8th, but... 
There are only 2,500 of them, so they're obviously going to become a collector's item and probably barely ever used, at least in some cases. We got him on the line. He's having a viral moment right now, though he's not even in town just for this morning, but our very own Guy Fieri lookalike of Wood Buffalo, Pete Spears, man. And thank you so much for being on the phone line with me. Now, you were recognized as a lookalike uh, of Guy Fieri at a Flames game this week. So what was going on? Yeah, we went and watched uh, Chicago and Flames play last night. The album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you're in the stands. The Jumbotron hits you, and everyone's like, hey, it's Guy Fieri lookalike. Um, is this something that's new to you? I don't think so, right? No, no, no. I it was about nine years ago. I dyed my hair and never seen you look like this guy. So I was like, oh, okay. So pretty cool. I'm sure people that, you know around Fort McMurray, around Bud Buffalo, have seen you around. And oh my God, is that? And in fact, uh, I saw that it was on uh, your Twitter. You were responding to Jay. Uh, Jay Onright was saying in his "You Blew It" segment that somebody sent in a photo of you saying, confirming, declaring it was Guy Fieri. And he's like, no, no, this is this is Pete from Fort McMurray. And of course, you are definitely involved in hockey. Yeah. As a uh, trainer for our mob, our McMoria Oil Baron. So uh, what are you up to with that? I mean, are you out of town with the team right now? Yeah, we're on a week-long road trip here this week. We just got done playing drum and Brooks with a day off. So actually two of our players are dads. or One dad one uncle work for the Flames. One's the physio, Chris Kabelka's dad. And Muller is the assistant coach for the Flames. So we actually went down a tour of the facility Watch a game day skates, and now today we are playing the Canucks in Olds tomorrow. Of course, man, of course. Yeah, the battle continues on the ice. But there's another battle that's being faced right now that I saw you were even mentioning. Is you're saying, hey, I'm open for interviews. You know what needs to happen? More sales for the Dream Home. So, of course, you know, uh, tickets are going to be done, their sale run in the very near future, but there are more to be bought, right? Yeah, yeah. If, if everyone that's uh, read that tweet, if they can go buy one of the Young Rails for us right now, um, the booster sales can help us out a lot. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're uh, banging that gong for sure. We're ringing that bell. Everybody, Check it out online at oilbarrensdreamhome.com. You can go snoop around. You can get your tickets there. Of course, you can go in person while they've got their open hours and check it out. And tell them that Pete sent you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to chat this morning. I hope you have fun with this, man. I will, buddy. You have yourself a great day. You too. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 530 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.